we've had a lot of different entrepreneurs on the So She Slays podcast to talk about their businesses, their expertise, products, services, but we haven't had one to discuss what it's like to actually bring a product to market and the challenges that you run up against, the questions that you face, and how to actually address that. So our next guest, Eleonora Harris, she is a serial entrepreneur and the creator and founder of Our Reflections. She talks about all of the things that she wished she knew, all the questions, all the struggles that she runs into, roughly how much it costs, how to get money for things. She really has an in-depth knowledge of this since she herself has just recently went through it. So if you are looking to bring a product to market, I highly recommend you take some notes because she has some good words of wisdom. Hey Slay Nation, it's your host Heather back with another episode of the So She Slays podcast. Today I am with Eleanor Harris. She is the CEO and founder of Reflections. Um, I am super excited to talk to you, but I want to, before we dive into this this interview, go ahead and, and kind of elaborate about um, our Reflections and talk about the great businesses that you are have been a part of and then that you're actually doing right now. Awesome. Well, I thank you for allowing me to be on your show. Greetings to all of your listeners. But our reflections, you know, each day when a child goes to wash up and brush their teeth in the morning, um, they look at themselves and sometimes make unconscious decisions and thoughts about themselves. At our reflections, we recognize an opportunity to promote positive self um, image in these moments. We feel it is important to provide children with products that look like them. Okay, that's mm. so, so important and it's so key. Um, we feel it is important that, you know, kids can see themselves reflected on everyday products. And this small effort goes a long way towards making, allowing them to feel, you know, a self-esteem, positive self-esteem, self-worth, and an attitude of being included in the world around them. Yeah, yes. agreed. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. So I had like no, but nothing and no one that looked like me. So representation matters. Representation definitely matters because you can go to any of your chain stores or any store and look down the oral care line and you will see all the Disney princesses, but you won't really see anyone that, you know, represent minority. You'll have that one princess Tiana or that one, you know, the token, um, the token. And then once they are no longer relevant, then we don't have that representation anymore. So that's why we're here. We want to have everyday products that represent children of color. Right now, we're starting in the um, space with the African-American children, but we are going to branch off and reach every ethnic group because everyone matters, okay? Everybody's child should be represented, and that's why we're here. Oh. We're coming to dominate the, the marketplace. Yes, you should. Make space. Tell people to scoot yes. over. <laughs> exactly. Move over, Colgate. Move over. All of the our reflections is coming. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. No, um, I love brands with this type of mission. Um, I just think it's it's so powerful, especially for kids. Um, yes. because I even remember as a child growing up, I mean, I had zero representation. I mean, I had Mulan, I had the yes. Yellow Ranger. That's about it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, I didn't really have a whole lot to choose from. And that, you know what? I know some parents and some families may be like, oh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But actually, you know, as a kid who went through it, yeah, it's a big deal. 
It's a big deal. Absolutely. You know, even, I don't know if you recall last year during the Black Friday weekend, our former um, first lady, Michelle Obama, she made a reference, a post to, I think her is Oliver Twist or some, some black character scientist on Netflix. And she was like, this is the first time I've seen someone that looked like me in the Macy's Day Parade in the big balloon. So why did it have to be the first time? Because she never saw that when she was a child. And so that's why I'm here to break through all those barriers. So it's not our children's first time seeing themselves. Mm. You know, we want that to just start a repetitive, you know, process that our kids can say, I I saw myself. Yeah, I saw yeah. myself on those products. It's and so that- important. I feel like to a child's mentality, you definitely notice. And when you grow up, you know, you're able to actually have the vocabulary to actually express, you know, how you weren't seen or how you didn't feel seen or anything like that. You know what that means now. Yes. Yes. Mm. It makes you feel relevant. It makes you feel beautiful. How just to um, jump in here, just real quick regarding how I even started the product was I saw my daughter. She was 10 at the time. She was brushing her teeth with a Jojo Seawall toothbrush. Absolutely nothing wrong with Jojo. She loved her at the time. Wonderful you know, pop icon. But I just started to think, why can't she see someone first, you know, first thing in the morning that looks like her? She's looking in the mirror. Her reflection should be some, you know, someone similar to her. And that's how the whole concept started. I'm like, I want to put, I want to put a, you know, somebody like that looks like us on a toothbrush. And because my other business, Soar Balloons and More, I do a lot of custom things. I figured I'm going to try to find a way to stick a picture on a toothbrush and make this happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So it sounds so simple, right? And so you're like, oh, I'm just going to stick a picture on a toothbrush, call it good. <laughs> that, is <Absolutely>. not, <laughs> that is not the case, right? <laughs> right. That is not how you do a product like <laughs> So I really want to say, um, on top of this great mission that you you have at Our Reflections and with this toothbrush, you are a serial entrepreneur, and I really want to get down to the steps and the missteps of bringing a physical product to market, because I think it's one thing for a service, it's another thing for a product. So what can you enlighten us with? <laughs> you know, the first thing, first and foremost, is to do your research. If you get a concept in mind, you really need to do your research and see if it's out there anywhere else, you know, and then try to just find some samples and, you know, see who else is doing it. And then from there, one of the things, my first step after I made my little prototype, I went to the dollar store, grabbed a toothbrush, made some stickers and stuck it on there. I'm like, you know what? This won't be sanitary. You know, it won't necessarily be sanitary. So I just began to research, how do I take this to to the market? And there was a webinar held by SCORE. So if you are not familiar with SCORE, it's a it's like the SBA Small Business Association. They're all over in every state. But SCORE is a free um, service for small businesses. They held a webinar. And the webinar title was How to Take a Product to Market. I was just like, I got to get to this meeting. I got to join this. So it was a small minimal fee, maybe like $25. And I joined. And that's how I learned what I needed to do to be able to take the steps, that the next steps. And from there, I was able to connect with the facilitator of that who, you know, of that particular training. 
and held a side meeting with him um, a couple of weeks later. And we just began to just talk and discuss it. He gave me further details on some of the things. So it's important to just try to reach out to others that could help you connect with SCORE, connect with the Small Business Association. Those are like first steps. Um, and then from there, um, we started to develop our, you know, after he had me do some homework. And once again, that was research to find out who I was, what my brand was going to look like. Okay. And um, after that, I just kind of went through searching all over the world, literally. I was in China. I was in India. I was in <laughs> Brazil. I was <laughs> looking for a manufacturer that could do the type of toothbrush that I wanted to custom make it like I wanted. And that most importantly, that it would be FDA approved. Like I would be able to actually sell them to American consumers. It doesn't, you know, you can do all this, all this stuff and get all these great products, but if you cannot sell them in America, you've just wasted your money because oh, you have yeah. to go through a whole process. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can we talk a little bit about, we're going to break this into chunks a little. Yes. So when, when you had to do your quote unquote homework, what were the questions other than like, obviously what's your mission or what your brand is and all that kind of stuff? What are, what were some of the, the harder questions and the, in, that you kind of had to dig deep a little bit to figure out? So some of the questions kind of stemmed about me. Who are you as a person? You know, do you have integrity? Are you the type of person that will carry things, your mission all the way out? Um, what do you value? What are your morals? So it started with me checking myself from within. And then, you know, what do other people say about you? So you want to just, you know, to kind of focus in on yourself. And then from there, because if you're not in, say, for instance, an integrous person and you'll try to scheme and scam, then your product and your business is not going to have a long life. It's going to feel what, it's going to feel that, too. Like we all exactly. know those brands that feel a little, a little sticky, a little gross. A little sticky. You're not you're not above water in this mm -mm. one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So the homework was that we talked about. um it, it was a long process. Like he, I had about 16 pages worth of homework to do, but it was, it was very detailed, but it helped to really bring forth my brand mm. and to let, you know, I end up hiring a, a marketing team that really helped me. And so that was really like my first investment into the business without having any money. It was to um, invest in someone because I believed in the brand so strongly. So I put my money where my mouth and my heart was. So I invested in um, a marketing team that could help me start this whole process. And so, and they're the ones that gave me the homework to do and to really kind of analyze what I wanted our reflection to look like, what I wanted them to be known for, and how long do you expect this to last? Like, do you have an exit strategy? So, so many questions um, to help focus me in. It wasn't like, oh, I got this idea. Let me just run with it and just, but I didn't have- Let's just see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, let's just- out there just lollygagging and we just see how it goes but no it was very structured it was very purpose-driven and intentional mm, that's good um I kind of feel like too so would you recommend a mentor or a marketing agency or like how mm -hmm. how do you how how would someone even go about finding help I would absolutely recommend a mentor a coach um 
And even, you know, you might not with startups, you don't have a lot of money up front, but that's where you can get a SCORE mentor. A SCORE mentor is free. You know, and these are retired um, executives that will could match up to the, the business that you're in and they can help guide you, you know, to where you need to be. So definitely, you know, look into working with SCORE. Oh my goodness. I have never heard of SCORE at all. Like of all the small businesses and the owners and the entrepreneurs that we have talked to on Sochi Slays, I have never heard of SCORE and I am shocked. Get out of here. SCORE is awesome. Oh my God. So many benefits. I mean, I can't spill all of it. But they actually allowed but can you give me, me a little bit. <laughs> I was able to do a pitch over the summer through Score Connection that allowed me to pitch in front of retired Disney executives, Walmart executives. Um, there's a show that I'm like hoping that I'll be able to get on. It's something like uh, similar to Shark Tank. So because oh. of Score is how I even got that opportunity. And Score and is a free service. It's a free service. Girl. Capital what? score. 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 Go to score. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. It's Anybody listening, you I'm gonna need you to hop on Google real fast. <laughs> yes, it is in every state. Every state. And I'm here in, in Las Vegas, but I had someone that sent me the information in Atlanta. So I actually hooked up with an Atlanta um score chapter. And then, but my current mentor is in Fargo, North North Dakota, because he's the one that helped me with this whole pitch competition that um, I'm still waiting to hear if I make it to the next well, round. I'm cross fingers. I'm across fingers for you. Um, so on top of doing the homework, what were some of the harder steps that you went through in bringing a physical product to market that you didn't even think about? Okay. You're so, like, girl, how long we got? <laughs> you got some time where you got your pencil and your paper ready. <laughs> so, of course, you know, with any startup, finances is always going to be mm. a thing. Okay. But knowing some of the ins and outs, for instance, I, I finally found a manufacturer, um, a manufacturer over in China, but there were so many things that I did not realize. I needed to do with them. So, um, and the money that was going to be involved to take that product, you know, to really make it come to fruition. So um, making sure that, you know, I had samples coming from all over the place and knowing that there's going to be fees, you know, although they say that the, the samples are free, but shipping costs internationally for three toothbrushes or four toothbrushes will be about $70, $80 just to ship it from there over to you, okay? So that, those are some hidden costs that you're like, what? You said they were free. Yeah, they're free, but you have to pay that shipping to come over there. So that was, you know, something that was like, wow. Um, and then just going through one of the things, now after I, I got everything manufactured and they were ready to come to me, this was one of the biggest things that I just did not know. And that was, um, it was something called a, um, um, is DHL, I went oh, to yeah, DHL. Yeah. The delivery service. Um, the delivery service. But it was a term that they used. And I was just like, oh my God. My manufacturer was like, well, do you have 
a, I can't think of it right now. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, it was, oh gosh. What did but it, it like, what did it do? Well, it was, you needed to have a separate um, travel company that will take your stuff from another country, bring it through customs here in the United States. And so it's a whole different department that works with that. Um, and I'm still, my mind is still turning. That's I should okay. know the term because I dealt with that all so yeah. long. <laughs> oh my gosh. I bet. Well, I mean, I know like shipping and the manufacturing has to be difficult, especially, you know, if it's overseas, different country, different languages, all of that kind of stuff. Was there a time? I mean, well, I'm sure there was a time. So what are the tips to dealing with those manufacturers that are, you know, across these? Are there questions? I mean, I there has to be like clear communication, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. So I went through um, a service called Made in China. And it just set up a lot of security um, barriers for me to help me feel comfortable with them. You know, I know there's others out there like Alibaba and this and that, but I felt very, and I did look on Alibaba, but I was very comfortable with Made in China because they had so many security measures to make sure you're not being scammed. Mm. Um, and so you take you go through them initially. And then um, I was reading all the certifications from those manufacturers, um, if they were approved, did they do other services for other American businesses, which the, the one I went through worked with Disney, worked with um, Colgate, worked with AIM. So I'm like, okay, well, they're legit. Reputable. Yes, they're reputable and they have all the certifications necessary. So making sure that you don't rush into anything because they can try to sell you <laughs> and they can try to, you know, upcharge things. I'm like, no, your website said that this is going to, it's going to be this amount. And I had that run in with another um, manufacturer. We were all ready to move forward with them. And then all of a sudden they tried to upcharge all these ridiculous prices. And so I went back to what the one that really was tugging at my heart, which is who I'm with now. Um, and they were great. The customer service has been amazing. Oh, like wow. she's still the um, representative that I worked with, she still checks on me now that I've had my product for about three months. She checks in on what the WhatsApp app. That's how we communicate. So for those of you who don't have a WhatsApp app, if you want to communicate with um, your manufacturers overseas, they communicate via WhatsApp app. There's others, but that's the primary one. And so she checked on me saying, hey, I just want to see how your toothbrushes are going. How are the sales? So to me, that was valuable. Like she, she really wants to know, had some interest in me. So that was, that was good. That was good. Oh my good. gosh. Forwarder. I've just remembered. Forwarder? It's called the Forwarder. Oh, the <laughs> so, DHL, the DHL shipping thing. Yes. It's called Freight Forwarder. Mm. I had never heard that term before in my life. You have to have a freight forwarder when you need to import into the United States. I went to Google, I went to Facebook searches, like what is a freight forwarder? So my manufacturer is like, okay, can you send us your freight forwarder's information? I would stop dead in my tracks because I'm all excited. Like you're about to ship my things, we're ready to go. And then she said, I needed a, a freight forwarder. And so after much, you know, and it was the time was of essence. So I had to do this quickly and was able to find that DHL had that service because you have to get someone who will communicate with China for you. 
um, put it on one of those barges. It has to be in within a container size. It's just a lot of different dynamics that go into that. And then they ship it, especially if it's a large that needs to go through ocean. Um, they ship it over and then you have to have a bondsman. <laughs> someone Christmas. It's a lot of, I was just like, really? So then you have a bondsman that will take your items off of the ship that just came from China, go through import, go through customs, making sure everything is as it's supposed to be. Um, and then it can come to you. But before it comes to you, if it's something that, of course, food or whatever is um, a product that requires FDA um, certifications or you know approval, that can be a delay. That, that delayed me for a few days, only a few days. And I'm thinking, now what? So you have to make sure you have all the appropriate codes. When I tell you guys, that was the most stressful week. That was the most stressful week was making sure I can get clear customs and get the FDA approval. So we did that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you did. But holy smokes, that's so much. <laughs> yes. And if you don't know, you just don't know. So if I can enlighten anyone, you know, get some education on what are some requirements from um, ex importing from another country. You need to know that. Ooh, That's Google, Google, Google your steps. Google. Google, Google. And then, you know, I started to research groups on um, Facebook and I started joining groups. I'm like, I don't even deal with. You're like, <laughs> I, I need this part. I need to be part of this group, oh, this group. Gonna, yes. I'm going to join the freight forwarders over here, the freight forwarders of Wisconsin, the freight forwarders of, like, I just started joining groups so I can find out what to do. I mean, that's smart and resourceful too, especially if you're a startup and you don't really have you know, a lot of connections in the industry that you're hopping into, which I mean, is very common, I feel like. Um, what are some other words of wisdoms that if, if you could do this again, what you wish you knew? Um, it's very important. And I did do this, but it's also very important to trademark your brand, mm. to get the trademark. So if you're, you can, um, there's so many different ways to trademark copyright, but also take a training, um, score provides that I went to one a couple of weeks ago, but I have my, my logo and, um, everything trademarked. That's very important. You might have to invest in an attorney, but I do know you could do it on your own. Um, because later on when say you want to sell on Amazon, they're going to ask you, have you trademarked your stuff? And I can sit here and say this, I did. And so I can put in my serial number. So those are things that you're going to need to know. If you can get a DUNS, um, a DUNS number, apply for your DUNS and Bradshaw number. Do They're like, that. wait, what is that? <laughs> DUNS and Bradshaw. If you're looking for um, federal contracts, you need to have your DUNS and Bradshaw number. If you want to get involved and sell on um, Walmart or in Walmart, you need to have your Duns and Bradshaw. So one of the other things I did was um, look at requirements to, to sell my product in Walmart. And I went through their checklist and started knocking those all off. So one of the things on their checklist was to um, have your Duns and, and um, Bradshaw number, uh, to have insurance, you must insure your product. And there is a, a minimum that you need to insure by. So it's all those things. It's just all the things. <laughs> just oh my research, gosh, all research, the research. things. I bet. 
Okay, so a few more questions before I let you go. Um, I want to know, because I know we've talked about so much right now, right? And I know people and their startups, right? They're like, okay, well, how much is this going to cost me? Like mm-hmm. all in all, how much is this going to cost me? Especially if this is coming out of pocket, right? Uh, what is something you did or words of advice you can give to someone when it comes to funding or maybe a rough number to save or something like that? Okay, so one of the things, because I'm a serial entrepreneur and I have my other business, I really worked my other business to sow seed, give me the initial seed needed to start our reflections. And so that's kind of why I was working hard in the other business to be able to do what I needed to do to initially start. So I ended up signing with the marketing firm and that was a, that's a monthly cost. So my first business was really paying for that. Of course, it's a write-off for me later. Remember that you can write all this stuff off in your taxes, so don't worry. So I was able to write all of that off for my tax. But um, I applied for so many different grants. It's hard though, I will tell you this. I'm gonna be very, very honest with you. As a new startup business and you're under a year old or under six months, it is so hard to get grants. Everyone was, although you have a great concept, Although, you know, everyone loves it, but those that are reviewing um, your information, they're like, ah, you know, she's still too new. So there's so many grants that I applied for that I did not get. Mm. So, and I really think it was contributed to because I haven't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even quite a year old yet. (laughs) But, you know, we we just kind of got started in February with everything official, but it was a concept in my mind. January of 2021. So the concept was there, but really officially launching was February of this year. And so know that apply for all the grants. I want you to apply for all the grants that are out there. I'm sure you, your um, listeners know about Hello Alice. Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. Okay, that's where I apply a lot through them. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just doing that. Then I was able to have some investors, you know, get your close friends that really believe in you. So I had close friends that be- like totally 100%, like I'm pushing this because I want to see it from the ground up. And they began to invest. I did do my first um, crowdfunding campaign through iFundWomen. So now I do- Yes, know- that's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. I did a crowdfunding campaign that generated some funds as well initially. And one of the things I did like about iFundWomen is that you get all of your money. It's not that if you don't meet your um, your maximum or whatever you asked for, that they keep it. Like I've heard from other about other crowdfunding sources, but they give you your money. It immediately goes into whatever account you set up. So that's a good thing. And so I haven't done another crowdfunding campaign, but it is out there. People began to just want to do it outside of, of that. Yeah. So it definitely sounds like there's avenues. I mean, with anything, it requires work, right? It requires it's, some some dedication. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be a time commitment. If your heart is truly in it and you see the bigger picture, you know that this here is what um, your customers need and want, you found that niche, you need to just go hard in the paint, as they would say in basketball, go hard in the paint and make it happen. Do not give up. No matter what, you know, you have obstacles or you might start to doubt yourself, like, why would they want to do this? Why would anyone want to buy anything from me? You matter. 
and mm. your creativity, your brand, your products, your service, it's necessary. Somebody needs what you have to offer. I love it. Um, where can people look for our reflections, toothbrush and, and all of that kind of stuff? Where, where, where are they on stores yet? Look, just this week, you guys, I'm so oh. excited. We were just, uh, we were just um, given clearance and verified to sell on Amazon. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Just in time for those holiday seasons, right? Yes. yes. So we will be on Amazon. We were able to get into the um, Black Business Accelerator Program, which is something else you guys need to check out. And so that has helped me greatly. We haven't listed anything yet. It will be listed probably within the next, maybe less than a week. So they told me that, yes, I can start listing. So you can find me on Amazon. That so, sounds so crazy to say right now. <laughs> and then also you can always go to my website, www.ourreflections.com. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for joining us and for sharing all of that lovely information. I don't think I've ever had somebody kind of break it down like that. So I am so happy that you could kind of come in and be like, this is what I know. This is what you need to do. <laughs> awesome. I, I Look, it was my pleasure to do it. I mean, if someone could have helped me like this, hey, I might have been even further, but I'm very grateful for every step that I've had to take. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. And until next time, Slay Nation, we'll catch you later. And with the end of this episode brings the end of the second season of the So She Slays podcast. We are so incredibly grateful to all of our listeners out there who have supported us throughout this entire journey. We hope we are creating content that you absolutely enjoy. Lord knows I have learned a lot myself. Um, don't fret though, because we do have a lot of content still coming your way in the next season, but to hold you over for the next seven weeks, our team have gone through and personally picked out our favorite episodes of this last season to play for y'all in case you missed it. Now, be sure to hop back into a brand new season, February 6, 2023. We've already gotten started and let me just tell you, I cannot wait to share.